Hi, I'm Chaps. And I'm Heather. And this is the V Word Podcast, where we talk about the Bible with a sense of humor and grace. Today, we're going to be talking about how we can share our faith. <laughs> but first, Heather, take it away. We have a question. In a big social setting, like a party, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Oh, yes. I mean, I think we all know. I'm obviously an extrovert. <laughs> no. I love going up to people and asking them what's up. Do you think that's what extroverts do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm very introverted. Yeah. At big social gatherings, I usually either... And by big, she means more than 4.5 people. That's right. Um, the 0.5 is for animals. Right. So more than four humans. <laughs> yeah. So if that happens, I usually either cling to one person the whole time mm-hmm. or I just go to a different room and just like mind my own business. If I ever told you the story about when Derek met my family, uh-huh. I think it needs to be told. <laughs> I'm going to tell. Okay. <laughs> so Derek, actually 15 years ago, um, Derek came and met me. He flew out from California to meet me for the in person because we talked online for a year myspace anyways um and my mom could not find Derek at my birthday party (laughs) then she went out into the garage to grab margarita mix or something and he was out there just standing in the garage by himself this is my mom's like favorite Derek story and she was like are you okay and his response was it's just really loud in there (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel. It's just so loud. It's just so loud. And there's so many people. And like, I, and this is just my mindset. It's like, I'm not going to have any sort of meaningful conversations in a room that's f- like, it's just so exhausting. Like, can I do it? Sure. Do 100%. I? 100%. Fours do it all the time. I, <laughs> they do. Like, Alexis Gervin, she will like stand back, find someone in the room, be like, that person. And then she'll go have like a meaningful conversation oh. and then she'll find someone else and be like that person. Oh, no, she's you so see? good. She's so good at that. But she's an extrovert. Right. I'm like, mm. but she's also an introvert. She's a social extrovert. Oh. Right. So like socially in big social settings, she's an extrovert, but then she's an introvert. She has to recharge that way. In an Got introvert. it. Yeah. It sounds I'm the opposite. It's like, yeah, I like recharging around. You're like close knit people. people. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm just like. That's why I usually like having jobs at big gatherings or big things. It's like give me a job, something mm-hmm. that like I can keep me here. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like I'm forced to have to go around. Yeah. You can still be social but don't but have let people to come make to conversation. Like let me make you a drink. We talk for like 2 minutes and then you and then walk you go. away cuz I've made your drink and That's we're done. With this <laughs> transaction. <laughs> it, I love transactional conversations. I think that I think it's good that you have found your like comfort zone in parties though. Oh yeah. I think I'm an extrovert. Like I know I'm an extrovert. (laughs) I was like, come on Heather. But it just depends on the party. Yeah. There's been times where you've just kind of like hang back. Yeah. Like if I'm in a room where people are and Eddie, actually this was good advice from Eddie. If you're in a room where people like they like to be the center of attention, have the bigger personalities. Mm-hmm. He'll like let them do that. Same. I think I'll do that too. Like if I'm in a room with people who I know have to be the center of attention, I will take a step back. But if I'm in the room with like my family or my friends who like, there's no one like trying to show anyone up mm-hmm. or there's no like super huge personalities in the room. I have no problem being that personality. 
checks I out. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've seen you do both. Like, yeah. I've done both. Yeah. I can read a room. Yeah. Read the room, Adelaide. <laughs> I say that to so many adults. Yeah. Read like the room. Read the room. Like, that is not. I think it's a really important social context that, like, it takes trial and error like Adeline trying to tell her jokes like cause she's developing this sweet sense of humor but it's like we need to teach you about like reading the room when it's appropriate and not appropriate <laughs> that makes to, like, it it's very like Michael Scott like he did not read the right room. but that's called what is that called there's a dark like, humor no it's like social emotional intelligence it's emotional intelligence there's not like, every a lot of people have really high IQs and very low EQ yeah and a lot of people have very high emotional intelligence and very and low that, yeah which is fine i mean we all and there's people that have, have both i can't think of any off the top of my head usually one's a little bit heavier than the other what do you think yours is i think i have more emotional intelligence than what i do, you do think intelligent is? you have more intelligence than a, but you're very emotionally intelligent but intelligent but you're more of a thinker so. i'm more yeah. of a feeler yeah yeah checks out yeah Anyways, we're talking about today. <laughs> but the reason why she wa- we were like, let's talk about this is because we want to talk about sharing our faith. And you had a, a segue for that because. Yeah. Um, the first thing I want to say is when you're sharing your faith, it doesn't necessarily mean I just met you. And I'm like, well, have you heard? Of- do you know Jesus Christ? Yeah. Do you know that God sent his son to pay for your sins so that you can have eternal life? Right. Like that's not. Most times, that's not... I'd like to be bold and say that's one of the reasons people don't like Christians. When they come off, they're like, Hi, I'm Heather. I'm a Christian. Do you know Jesus Christ? Let me tell you about... You know, like... That's just so overwhelming. It is. Because it's like, okay, but you don't know me at all. It's like, who who are you again? <laughs> who Who's Jesus? Like It, it says it, Heather it, on my name tag. You don't have it memorized yet? <laughs> wow. This is why I don't wear name tags. I'm like, I don't need them to remember my name. Um, But there's like so many levels to this. And I think a lot of the extroverted personalities are more likely to do that Mm -hmm. and feel like that's the way to share your faith, which sometimes there is times and moments for that. And that's where you use discernment. But I thought it would be cool if we talked about kind of the different levels of sharing your faith and kind of how scripture aligns it for us right um yeah i mean i don't want to be like well put god in this box and he's never going to tell you to do that because he may well we get there but discernment is really important yeah we'll get to the that part okay and how to share your faith um the first one is the one that i would say is my favorite heather's favorite (laughs) and the one that's that's in John thirteen thirty five. Mm-hmm. Um, the first way we can share our faith is literally by living out the gospel and by loving one another. Yeah. And in John thirteen thirty five, it says, "By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if mm-hmm. you have a love for one another." Yeah. I feel like this just takes the pressure off. It does. Like if you're living your life to reflect Jesus, and our friend Kelly says this all the time. She says, "Like God be God, and you be Jesus." Like you're living like Jesus would, right? People mm-hmm. are going to naturally come to you and be like, why is this person's life look different, right? Like your mm-hmm. life is your living testimony. Right. And it, it gets easier to have conversations about your faith when people 
come to you and they're intrigued by you because of the way that you're living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wrote down like, you are God's grace, common mm-hmm. grace to all men. Like you might be the only person they interact with. That's like the closest to heaven they'll ever get. Wow. Which is, that's kind of scary. It is scary, but it also, I don't know. I feel like it makes it more exciting. And I I've, I've, have had those instances where people are like, Oh, like, why would you, I feel like the one that comes up a lot is like, why would you do that for someone? Or if you're, if I'm like, I'm going to go do this thing for this person. And they're like, but you're tired. Like, why would you do that? And it's like, it's just a different set of expectations Mm. that because of the love of Christ, like I get to do joyfully. Mm. I like that. Um, So yeah, that one's super, not simple, but simple in the way where it's like, just live out the gospel yeah and people will see it see the difference and it can be something as like i don't know like you can know our neighbors all know that we're christian i think just through like when we could take the dog on a walk and we have a quick conversation and people are like oh where are they going to school oh well they're going here and here and these are christian schools they're like oh you know and and we have this woman in the neighborhood she's like i trust you guys i know you guys have like good solid christian morals (laughs) and like that's just she has probably spent an hour with us collectively over the last three years. (laughs) But like, she does know that like, if she needs anything, Mm. she can come to us and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that brings me to the next thing. Like another way we can share faith. It's, it's a journey. So Mm -hmm. I would say like making relationship with people first is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote here like, be normal <laughs> this is something christians forget to do a lot yeah i'm like you don't have to do anything weird or yeah. be like i feel like god said this to you it's like yeah. just talk to them like they're also made in the image of god right like, invite them into your home have mm-hmm. a meal with them mm-hmm. like it's not and like eventually what will happen is like these conversations as you get to know them will naturally come up yeah and there's no pressure in that and if they feel uncomfortable the uncomfortableness is different because they know you right well that's the thing i was gonna say like if you don't feel comfortable with someone you're not going to be open to having conversation with them you're gonna be like i'm uncomfortable i need to exit right now right so like when you build a relationship you build familiar familiar familiarity thank you i only know it because of that taylor swift song (laughs) You know the word. Yeah, it's because she hard. says it, so I've sung it over and over. Oh, oh, pr- pronunciation. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Sorry. Also, it's just easier to share with people who you're in relationship with because then they don't think you have other motives mm-hmm. and they know that they're loved by you. Yeah. Um. I wanted to share a few stories or mm-hmm. a story. Um. So when I was living in Austin, we had something called a phase two, which was a community of people that the goal was to get to know the people in our neighborhood, which happened to be just refugees. Like we specifically all went and lived in that same neighborhood. We, mm-hmm. we had like walking apartments to each other. Um, and with the intention that like, we're going to get to know our neighbors, be in relationship with them mm-hmm. and share the gospel eventually. And like, were you like a plant? We were, it was really fun. Did the community know that? No. Interesting. Yeah. A um, Christian experiment. It's not. It's <laughs> called Launch Global. If you're interested, they have communities all over the South. <laughs> Why not the North? 
I don't know. Not good enough. Like, why don't we do this in the north? Uh, no comment. It's a cool. It's a cool concept. Uh, I don't want to be held liable for something I say on air. Wow. Um. Anyways, so like, what we would do, like. We had, it was really cool about these communities. It was married couple and single people. Like it was a mixture mm-hmm. of people with kids, people, people without kids. And I like this. once a week, um, three of us, like three girls and three guys, like girls would always approach girls and guys would approach guys. We would go. So what's really interesting about this neighborhood is that we had a lot of things local. Like we had a few restaurants and we had a grocery store that was H-E-B. So it's like the big Publix or stop and shop, whatever. IGA. Sure. Okay. I don't know what that is. We didn't have grocery. No, it was just like a regular. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So we would. One. So there was that. We had playgrounds and schools. So what we would do, the three of us, we would go to the grocery store and we would watch people. (laughs) I know it sounds really weird, Uh but then we would see like, obviously someone who lives in that community that we've seen before, in the freezer aisle and they would have a baby in the, stro- in the stroller. So we would start by being like, hi, I've seen you around. I think your baby's really cute. And then you just start making conversation with them. And yeah, usually we would end being like, well, we've seen you around the neighborhood. Like if you ever, ever need anything, mm-hmm. like just give us a call. And usually like, because they just moved there, they have no friends. And oh, we and we would be like, refugees. yeah, it's like if okay. you want to hang out or have dinner, we're like we would love to cook you dinner. And most of the people would say yes. Yeah. Which is very different, too. But that's it's an example. Well, it is. It, so I mean, we would. Yeah. They would invite us to their homes and they would cook us meals. And then Aww. we would invite them in our homes. We would make them meals. And we would form a relationship until the next thing would be like, hey, like, I really care about you. And like we do. We like read the Bible every week. Would you like to join us? And mm. then the three of us plus the, the new person we would gather and we would just read. And then, like, slowly, like, we would just read scripture and we found that, like, I don't want to say this is a formula, but at the end of all of this, like, most of these refugees ended up accepting Jesus and we would baptize them. That's amazing. Because really, if you think about it, you've built a relationship. Mm-hmm. We won't dive into how you stock them in the grocery we store. We didn't stock them. But we, would, <laughs> we would go to, like, playgrounds and see, like, obviously, like, moms with kids and yeah. my friends would take their kids and they start playing, like... Right. It, you just... You we found were, connection we points. We were trying to meet them where they were and not right. making them come to us. Right. So you found connection points, you built a relationship, and mm-hmm. then you read scripture. You invited them in and then mm-hmm. you read scripture. Like, yep. you didn't... You let the word speak, speak. for itself. You yeah. gave them a safe environment mm-hmm. to ask questions. They asked a lot of questions yeah. that made, I was like, yeah, that makes sense why you would That's ask that. That's the thing. A lot of people just have questions. Yeah. Like they just, they don't want scripture thrown in their faces. Mm-hmm. They just want a safe, comfortable environment to ask the questions. Yeah. What am I, because then we would, at the end of every week, we would gather and we would share about like kind of the interactions we have. And I remember one of the guys group was like, that we baptized one of the guys. He was like, the man is so excited to go back to China and tell his wife about Jesus. Aww. Like, that's one of the only times so far, like, in my walk that, like, I've shared so much of Christ through community. Because it was, like, it's really hard to do that by yourself. But yeah. when you have the accountability of two or three people mm-hmm. to do this with you, like, it feels a little less jarring when being, yeah. like, I'll cook. And then, like, you can talk to her while we're cooking or whatever. And yeah. it was just, like, very intentional. Like, we're doing this. Right. Um, but it was really cool. But you you created the safe environment. You present helped to present mm-hmm. the scripture. But mm-hmm. God was the one that really d- 
did the work in their hearts. Right. Like you have no idea what they were coming, especially right. a refugee, like yeah. where they were coming from, what their no, we didn't trauma know. was, what their past was, all of that stuff. Well, anyone doesn't, I'm just saying. Yeah. And there was like the big, like the things we would always share with them. Like once we started reading the Bible a few times, it's be like, there's obviously a problem. And like by themselves, they realize like, oh, like I'm a sinner. Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest part. Yeah. Because once they realize that they're sinners, they know that they're in need of a savior. Mm. And Jesus was the bridge. And it was really cool to. And we would always read Romans 623. That's like for the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Mm. Jesus, our Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's just like an example of like. I'm not saying you have to move to live the community can, and refugees but like you can do you that can, in your neighborhood you can do that like you can go to the grocery store with a friend that you know if you see someone that lives in your neighborhood yeah. and be like oh like i really want to do this but yeah. i don't want to do this by myself like it might be creepy if like you go alone and you're like hey yeah um right yeah yeah no it's interesting because you're building relationship mm-hmm and it was like very intentional and i think the reason why that worked well was not only were we being intentional with them but it's like we were being intentional as our own community with each other right to being like we're in this and we're doing this well and then also you're like literally serving them yeah, yeah. it was awesome it was one of my favorite seasons That's even so though cool. it was really hard but it was really fun yeah it's interesting cool cool um next one i have is sometimes when you share your faith um there will be times when the spirit prompts you to share the gospel and by that i mean like there will be those moments where you're sitting in a room with someone and they're like you need to share the gospel right and one or two things can happen if you do if you're obedient Mm -hmm. it can go great and they accept jesus Mm -hmm. or actually three things can happen the second thing is they can have questions. Mm-hmm. And then the first one is they can outright just leave and yeah. walk away. Because I've had that happen to me. I think that's okay, though, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not your job to stir their heart mm-hmm. and convict. And you never know. They may have left and that's... They may have... You planted that may a have, seed. Yeah, you yeah. planted a seed and God will use it later. Right? Like, I think the key to that is the obedience, the response and obedience. Yeah. And obedience is so, it feels so weird in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I, I've done this a few times and every time I'm like, really God? Like, I don't think so. Mm. And then it's like, it's like this nagging feeling mm. and then you do it and you have like a pit in your stomach because it is so radical. Yeah. Well, I've done it too. And then there's also like, you know, like, how is this going to, you're so worried about the results or how you're going to come off that, like, before you go share, like, pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. It doesn't have to be a big prayer. Just, Lord, speak through me on yeah. your way to have that interaction. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you have your notes? Um, No. I left them. Where? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would say like, so far, those are some of the ways that you could share your faith, like whether it's by living your life as a Christian, mm-hmm. by being obedient to what God says, um, by building relationships with people, 
and mm-hmm. sharing the gospel that way or in those moments of like no now or sometimes they may look like going up to people and being like i just feel like you're in pain i'm so sorry mm. like it's it's weird random promptings from the spirit right uh it's it's up to you to discern discern uh what or what not to say mm-hmm. um and i think the last thing i had uh, for sharing your faith was not only share faith with people who are not believers, but share it with people mm-hmm. that are believers with each other. Cause we are so prone to forget and believe yeah. the lies that it's like, I know I need the constant reminder of like, no, like what you're believing is not true. Like this is what the gospel actually says yeah. about who you are and whatever. Yeah. Um, also it's interesting to like, I'll just, I'll never forget my friend Amanda's bachelorette party. Like there were like 34, I know you've heard this story, believers in one room and we were all having conversations about Jesus the entire like mm-hmm. weekend. And there's one believer and one unbeliever <laughs> or someone who didn't believe, right? Yeah. She wasn't a Christian. But by the end of the weekend through us having those conversations where we're learning and growing and mm-hmm. like, you know, just having normal conversations about our faith, mm-hmm. she was a believer by the end of That's so the cool. weekend, which is not how bachelorette parties normally go. What? 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 Um, so just the fact that like this kind of goes with what you were saying, like we were just having solid relational conversations mm-hmm. about Jesus. Yeah. And it's like through discipleship of one another, right? It's like there's a huge opportunity for others to see that and the value in that. And you never know what God's going to do with it. Cause I, out of that weekend, came me going why is no one because she by the end of that weekend had tons of questions like mm-hmm. i don't understand like the dinosaur like all the like all these the dinosaurs. the dinosaurs what is there to understand they um, go they, they did um but it was like all these questions that she was asking are a mm-hmm. lot of questions that we ta- we've talked about already on the podcast mm-hmm. because like out of that weekend came me talking to chaps on the beach going hey yeah i want to do this podcast with miriam but she won't do it with me and chaps being like oh i'll do it with you and chaps and i barely knew each other know, at that, that point weird when I right like that's it. the holy spirit and mm-hmm. so like just you never know what's it doing so it's okay i'll cut that part out um so you just never know where God is going to take these little moments mm-hmm. from like a bachelorette party to like a conversation on the beach to mm-hmm. like, here we are. Like this is one of the ways that chaps and I share our faith. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you need to go start a podcast, but <laughs> like come on ours and talk about it. That's no, but, right. But, yes. But like, join us. Don't <laughs> come against us. But you just never know where God's going to take these little conversations mm-hmm. and what he'll do with them. Yeah. It's funny. I hadn't, I think it's been a long time since I've thought about like, the little details that have like hugely impacted. Yeah. And it's, it's insane to think about like, like I think about friendships I have Mm -hmm. and a lot of it's like, it just took like a skeptical yes Mm -hmm. to become something that I could have never imagined. Yeah. Like chaps and I hung out once before she was like, I'll do a podcast with you once. Yeah. That's it. And it was just like, and I was so stressed that one time. I know. I know that now. Yeah, you know that now. <laughs> but yeah. like, if you think about the obedience mm-hmm. that Chavs had in that moment to be like, 
It's so weird when I think about it now, and right. I'm like, I it's didn't totally really not your know personality. You. It's not my personality. Like, oh, let's jump into this venture together. It's so like, easy. Let's do it. Too. <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, anyone can do it. I'll I was do like, it all you. right, cool, let's do it. So, um, again, we're not saying go start a podcast. That no. is not what we're saying. What we're saying is little moments of obedience yes. can lead to these big, yes, joyful surprises. Right. Yeah. And then, and, and again, going back to your last point of like, be in relationship and talk about Jesus. We get to do that on the podcast and hopefully that reaches someone who like, these are just normal. Mm -hmm. There are conversations that Chaps and I have that sound a lot like this all (laughs) All the the time time. and they're not recorded and we're like, we should talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. Um, So you just never know what God is going to do with these little moments that you're obedient. And I think that's really just the key is being open to being able to let God speak through you, but do it in a, in a way where the other person doesn't feel like uncomfortable or put off. Yeah. And sometimes they'll be uncomfortable, but it's, it's a seed that that's like God's, yeah. Monkey. <laughs> to, it is, right. Not my monkey. <laughs> Not my monkey. <laughs> Not my monkey. <laughs> but I mean, and there's freedom in that. And there's, yeah. there is in Revelation 12, oh, yeah. it says, Revelation 12, 11, it's talking mm-hmm. about Satan being thrown down to earth and says, and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives uh, uh, even unto death. So like, we're saved by Jesus Christ, but then there's also people who will be saved from Satan by the word of our testimony that Jesus, like Jesus uses our testimony Mm -hmm. to speak into their lives. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and it takes some humbling for sure, which is what the other piece of is like for, they love not their lives unto death. Like you will be humbled in those moments. Mm -hmm. And when you walk away, I've had so many moments where I'm like, why did I yeah those are the worst like those moments we play in my head yeah oh do you yeah those moments i'm like do they keep you up at night sometimes wow not not they don't keep me up at night but like they'll randomly pop why did i say that or be like did they think i meant this i really meant this and it's like a conversation i had two years ago with someone yeah it's like remember that one time no no they don't remember right so but that's where like satan will put little seeds of doubt in your head and you have to clear that out we've talked about that before um so just go in with in with the confidence of christ but with the love of christ first Mm -hmm. that's good